Are you having trouble niching down? Maybe the problem is not your niche. Maybe it's just your definition of your ideal client avatar, also known as ICA. When your ideal client is not clear, everything goes wrong. Your offer is off, your messaging doesn't land, and you don't get as many clients. And the worst part of this whole scenario is that you might be getting some clients, and that validates in your mind that you must be on the right track. But what if the number of clients you're getting is just statistically correct? I mean, if enough people hear your message, someone is bound to go for it, right? But your business can't run on minimal statistical signups. What's going to happen when you're out there growing your audience and you're still just signing 0.01% of the people who hear you? You need your message to land with lots of your audience members so that you can get the right clients all the time. So how do you do that? By ironing out your ideal client first, then everything else. That's what we'll cover in today's episode. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Tuesday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story, and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. Currently, though, we are in the off season, which means that I'm out there recording all the interviews with all those amazing coaches that you know and love. And so we'll be replaying some past interviews on Tuesdays for now. But I'll be here sharing with you every week on Thursdays with new content fresh out of the oven to help you continue to grow your business. And today, our focus will be on three things you need to fix about your ideal client avatar so you can start getting more clients. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're on your commute. Thank you for spending this time with me. And by the way, we'll get you out of that job and into the coaching chair in no time. I hope you're not listening to this with your boss sitting right there next to you. And if you have a chance, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. I had a client once who came into my program, and my program is called Get Clients First. It's a membership, um, and the whole point of the program is to teach you how to get clients. It's not to bury you in worksheets and trying to grow your audience. Really, the point of the program is just to learn how to get clients. And I had a, I have a couple of modules in there or a few lessons about clarity and I make everybody go through them because you're not about to spend the next six months trying to grow a business and trying to launch an offer if you're not 100% clear on your avatar and even when you've been in business for 10 years even if you've been in business for five years even if you have been um, you've already done all of these exercises it's just really good to revisit these things so that you're really solid and you can be really confident that your strategy is going to work. So I have all my clients go through my clarity modules. And one of them 
had been in business for two years as a coach. And she comes back, she posts in the Facebook group after going through the clarity modules. And she says, you guys, I had a mind blown moment. I have been speaking to the wrong woman for the past two years. And it was like, what? Like, if that doesn't explain why things were not working, I don't know what does, right? So I want you to think about this. If you think your ideal client fits a certain demographic or a certain psychographic, and you've been speaking to that person and you're still not getting sales, that could be a reason, right? Not having the exact ICA ironed out would lead you to have the wrong offer, the wrong audience, the wrong message, and not get clients. And you're going to be left in the end wondering why. And all the effort that you have been putting into your business for years will have been for naught. So when I meet coaches and they tell me they're having trouble breaking through, they're having trouble getting clients, this is one of the first things we need to iron out. Okay, Talk to me about your ideal client. And usually, you know, I'm here working with coaches who are experienced, who've already worked with their ideal client, and they come back to the session, and it's, it's hard to really say it clearly, to say, these are the people that I help, and this is why, and this is what I offer them, this is why they want it. Especially if you're not getting clients, that's, that right there is the, like, the, the, the beacon, like the shining light telling you, there is something wrong. If you're not getting clients, there might be something wrong with the way that you're targeting or who you're targeting for a particular offer, okay? So I wanted to come here and tell you a few things that I tell my clients that are going to help you nail down that perfect ideal client avatar even better than you have in the past six months trying to figure it out. So I'm going to start with Point number one, which is the most obvious one. We're going to go from most obvious to least obvious, right? The most obvious one that you're going to hear everywhere is, is your target audience too broad? And I know that that's common because everybody comes to me telling me, I know that I need to niche down. I'm having trouble niching down. I don't know how to niche down. Like that, that's the buzzword, right? Are you niche down enough, right? So is your audience too broad? I'm going to tell you a little exercise that I love to share. I love to share with people. Nobody has ever really thought about it that way. You're always thinking of your ideal client. Everybody tells you, you need to think of one person. You need to think of that person and give that person a specific name and print out a stock photo of this person and post it next to your desk. And that's the person you're writing emails for, right? I have an, a much better way. But when you think about that ideal client, you rarely think of that person as a part of a community, a part of a group. Everybody's encouraging you to think of that person as a one person. Tell me, like everybody has heard this, right? If you're doing ICA work, you need to come up with the avatar. It's a one single person. That's all you're speaking to. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, yes, I need to be writing emails like I'm talking to a particular person, but I can't think of that person as a silo, as, a, as a, somebody who is isolated. I need to remember that this person is going to be a member of a community that I am building. So to test if your audience is too broad, this is what I want you to do. 
I'm gonna give you a quick exercise, okay? And this works even if you're driving, even if you're in the shower, you can picture this, okay? Deep breath, okay. I want you to picture that you go to your Instagram and I don't care if you are getting engagement or not, okay? That is irrelevant. If you have 300 followers, then pretend that all 300 followers heard you say this, okay? You go to Instagram and you say, hey everybody, I am heading down to my local Starbucks and I'm just gonna do a big hangout session. Let's just mingle as a community, let's go, okay? Now, everybody who's listening and who's paying attention to you and who likes your stuff, they head down to the Starbucks. But you are 15 minutes late. When you go to the Starbucks to meet up with everybody, what do you see? Do you find that everybody who's there is talking to each other, is, is networking, is relating to each other? Or do you start to see factions? Do you start to see little cliques? People found their table with the people that they're most like, and they're all kind of in groups talking. I love that exercise because if your ideal client is between the ages of 25 and 45, chances are the 25-year-old is not sitting at the same table as the 45-year-old. The 25-year-old is going to find the 27-year-old and the 26-year-old and the 29-year-old because they all are in the same era of life, right? They're in the same stage of life. They're talking to each other about their kids. They're showing each other pictures of their kids and their dog and what they did that weekend and did you try that restaurant? And then the 45-year-olds are over here talking about like, well, yeah, my son missed the school today, missed the bus today. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was doing laundry all day, right? Like, it's just completely different stages of life. So if you are speaking to such a wide range, and it doesn't have to be age. Age is just an example. It could be that you are speaking to anybody in a toxic relationship, right? And you might find, you know, men, women, uh, women of a certain you know, of a certain demographic, right? Um, or your men of a certain demographic or, um, you know, people who are in different stages of their healing, right? Maybe they're still in their toxic relationships and they're completely unaware. Um, maybe they are already out of the toxic relationship and they're trying to find new love. So if you start to find these little factions forming and you can't speak to a single cohesive group, then you know that you need to do some work on your ICA. Because if you're getting on, on live and your question is, well, I want to talk about this, but I know that it doesn't appeal to half of my audience because of that. I know that I might be marginalizing half of my audience because they won't care about this. Then you know that you have an ICA problem. So you, if you are too broad, then your message is only landing with a certain percentage of your audience a certain percentage of the time. And that's not where you want to be. I want to be able to speak every single time and for it to be gold to my audience every single time. So that's what you need to figure out. So number one, is your audience too broad? Number two, and do that Starbucks test. See, I mean, in your mind. <laughs> Don't actually do this. But in your mind, figure it out. Are, when you speak to a crowd of your ideal client. When you go online, are you speaking to a cohesive group or are you speaking to different factions and are you afraid of marginalizing any of them with your message? That's a sign of a problem. Let's go to number two. When you define your audience, 
do you define them based on what they want or based on the problem they have? Let me show you what it looks like to define somebody, to define your audience versus on what they want. When I ask somebody, okay, who is your ideal client? And they come to me with, well, is the um, busy mom, right? And by the way, busy mom is a total, it, 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 there is no such thing as a non-busy mom, right? So if your target audience is busy moms, I'm going to give this one to you for free. Find another adjective that is more descriptive because busy mom is 100% of the time every mom, okay? So anyway, they say it's busy moms who want a better life for themselves. It's busy moms who want to be able to manage their time better. It's a busy moms who wish they could find more time for themselves. I am defining my ideal client based on what they want. Now, here's the deal. Every mom wishes they had more time for themselves. Every mom wishes that they could manage their time better. Every mom wishes that they could get additional support. Every mom wishes that they could have additional help. You're not narrowing it down any. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is to reframe it. Instead of telling me who your ICA is based on what they want, because most of the time everybody wants that amazing thing, I want you to define it based on the problem that they have. And it's got to be a problem that they're willing to solve by working with you. Okay? So it could turn into, I target moms of toddlers who are having a hard time sleeping through the night. Um, they are, they're spending so much time doing everybody else's work that they are exhausted at the end of the week, that they are um, they, they think that if maybe they could find some time to work out, that will solve their problems, right? You got to tell me what her problem is. Don't tell me what she wants. Everybody wants the same thing. What is her problem? Once you start defining her problems, now we're talking. Now you're going to be able to invite them to the Starbucks and all talk to them all about the same thing, Okay. I'm going to move on to point number three because I really think that it's important here. Because so far I've told you, hey, your audience may be too broad. You might be defining your ideal client by, the, by the, what they want and not by their problem. But number three, I feel like it's really, really important. And that is don't give me a stock photo and a made-up version of your ideal client. Number three is have you actually met your ideal client in person? And it could be over Zoom. I don't mean in person. In a post-pandemic world, you know, online is enough. Have you met them in, in bone and flesh and bone? Have you met that person? When you think of them, you think, yeah, that's somebody whose problems I can solve. Yes, that's somebody that I can help. And you can immediately think because you've met them in person. You can immediately think of what their objections would be, right? And by the way, this might be someone in your family, it might be somebody who is a friend of yours. You're already, you can already think of somebody that you know that matches your ideal client, somebody that you know that you wish you could just go and help, but somehow you don't. For some reason, you kind of hold back on inviting them to, call, to talk to you to see, hey, 
can I help you with that? Sometimes we, you know, we don't want to do that to like our friends and family and that stops us. But that is so powerful to know that you have that person and that you know what their objection would be. Oh, no, that person would never work with a coach because why? Why? Why would they never work with a coach? Because you know them, you can start to fill your head with real, real reasons why that person would not sign up for this or real um the real excuses they tell themselves or, uh, you know, a, a real view of why that person is not even asking for help. Oh, it's because of this, right? Because when, we, when we imagine our ICA in our head, we can fantasize. We can say, oh, that person uh, wishes this and wishes that, right? No, real people are much more complex than that. So this is what I want you to think about when you think about your ICA. Number one, if you're speaking to too broad an audience, people say that you're not speaking to anyone. No, what you're doing is speaking to only a percentage of your audience a percentage of the time, not really maximizing your efforts there. Number two, define them by their problem, not by what they want. And number three, make sure you have met them so you can ask them these questions so you can fill your head with real stories. And I'm going to tell you something. Finding your ideal client may not be the easiest thing right? Maybe you can't think of exactly one person, um, but that has actually never been the case with any of my clients. They can at least think of one person they know. They're usually just very hesitant to add them to a list because they're family and friends, and they don't want to go and target family and friends. I'm like, that's too bad because you have a small business and a small audience, and usually the first people to sign up to work with you are those that already know, like, and trust you, and those are people that you already know. Too bad, right? So that's kind of where you start. You start by talking to them. And maybe they won't sign up as clients, but now you know what their hangups are. So finding your ideal client may not be the easiest thing. But I can tell you that there are ways for you to get a lot more leads. Because with a small audience, we don't go from follower to client, right? Very rarely will somebody be following you and all of a sudden sign up for something that you have. Usually, they turn into leads first. You need that middle step. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Most of the time, I don't even talk about this. But before I set up my program, my Get Clients First program, I created this bundle. And this was the inception of me wanting to teach this stuff. And it's called the 30 Days, 30 Leads Bundle. And it's available for sale for only $30 at 30days30leads.com. And it's an entire calendar telling you what you need to be doing all month to make sure that you're gathering real leads. Um, and it, the reason it's a calendar is because I tell you exactly what to do. We start on a Saturday usually because uh, I don't tell you to do something on a Sunday in social media if people are not going to be around to see it. Um, so it follows an entire calendar. It has a reason to be why we're doing this on a Wednesday, why we're doing this on a Friday, uh, why, we, why are we doing this in the second week of lead generation, why are we doing this on the fourth week of lead generation. Everything is in that calendar. Um, and the bundle is called a bundle because it includes that lead generation calendar with all those actions. And it also has my warm-up script is the conversation that I would have with a cold lead to turn them into a warm lead that's in there. And also a spreadsheet template where you can keep track of all your leads to so make sure that you don't miss any of them. So all of that is included in this bundle. It's only available for $30, but I'm going to tell you something because I want to see how many people actually listening, paying attention, and this is something that you want to do. 
If you DM me the word bundle, okay, that's all you have to do. You, I'm, I'm on Instagram at your engagement coach. If you DM me the word bundle, I will immediately send you that link to register for the bundle, to buy the bundle, and I'll give you a promo code for 50% off, but only if you DM me. So that'll be an entire, like the suite that my program is based off of for only $15. But you have to DM me the word bundle and I will give you that code. And that would be amazing. So I wanted to really put that out there, that that exists, that the resources are out there, that you don't necessarily have to sign up for the next $10,000 coach to figure out how to get these leads. You can just get it for $15 and try that first. I'm always off the camp of, Try that first and then try to solve a problem by going bigger, by investing in something bigger. Okay, so that's basically what I had for you today. If you want to catch up, DM me at your engagement coach and um, I would love to chat with you there. So now you know for your ICA, is it too broad? Are you defining them by their wishes and desires rather than by their problem and have you met them face to face. Take care of these three things your ICA will thank you for it. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.